0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts Brandon McCullough and Matt Basta. Look at us! We're getting the other co-hosts back <laughs> on the show. How's we everybody AJ, doing?
1: We got Matt.
0: Yep, that's uh, it for another two Whitney, years. N- Whitney and Mark, we're coming for you soon. Uh, but we have Matt <laughs> oh. Basta. How, how are you doing, Matt?
2: I'm I'm well. Uh, I I feel like I've completely managed to avoid being on this show for like all of quarantine. So has
0: everyone um, else. <laughs>
1: isn't it? Considering everyone's locked in their homes, but no one has time to record an hour.
0: It's understandable. Things are pretty <laughs> crazy right now. And that's the thing. I am eager to hear what you've been up to. And have you been safe? Like, uh, how's that going?
2: Um, well, I took up skydiving and mm. base jumping. Oh, my God. So mm. Definitely not being safe. No. Um, you know, things are fine. Uh, really glad that the, um, the gyms are back open here. Like, I realize that's a very selfish thing. <laughs> um, but don't recommend I, those. It's it's one of these things like it, something that I've used uh, to to manage anxiety and having a routine, and it's it's just very cathartic all over. Yeah. Um, and so having it, and you know, you got to get your temperature checked when you show up, and um, uh, you know, everybody should w- be wiping everything down anyway. Um, <laughs> sure, okay. right. I mean, I feel like people have been better about it. Um, And of course, you got to wear a mask um, and just like giving dirty looks at all the people that are like, you know, wearing it like a chin strap or whatever. But, you know, I'm worried. Uh, Worried about like a backslide into phase three. We're in phase four now. And that would really fucking suck. But, you know, it feels like the whole country is moving in a bad direction because, Yep, people don't wear their fucking masks. Yeah, and if you're listening to this and you don't wear a fucking mask, yeah, fuck right off. Yeah, just just, just unsubscribe. Hit the stop button and unsubscribe because I don't. I don't want you as a listener. I'll ban you from Pinecast. Yeah, You're gone.
0: It's not even asking much. So I. It's it's really insane.
2: No, and it's so fucking stupid because you look at the whole rest of the world: Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, Korea, Vietnam. All of Europe, all of these countries, people wore their fucking masks. The government said, hey, put on your mask. People put on their masks. Guess what? They don't have coronavirus anymore. New Zealand's (laughs) a safe haven. Yeah. Vietnam has not had a single death. Not a single one. Japan, their entire population, they have had 1,000 deaths total. It's over. It's it's completely done with. They had an order of magnitude fewer deaths than we had from the swine flu in 2009.
1: Not like Japan's not quite done with it yet because there's two American soldiers on a base in Japan that were tested positive. So, amazing. yeah, we're spread We're the plague spreading across spreading the globe. our
2: patriotism uh, across the, the world. <laughs> it's absurd. It, like it requires so little effort of you. You put on a shirt and pants to go outside, and I know, Bren, you don't do this, but. <laughs> It's a piece of cloth. It just sits yep. over your face. And even if you think it's entirely ineffective, do it out of courtesy to not yeah. look like a fucking clown. I just can't. Anyway. So the that point was a good is, PSA. <laughs> yeah. We needed that. It's fine. a fun video game. game. So back in the gym. And of course, being back in the gym means I'm doing cardio, which means I'm bored out of my goddamn mind. <laughs> being bored out of my goddamn mind means that I'm playing shitty, uh, casual phone games uh, on the Internet. And awesome. I'll tell you what. I've been really tempted to buy those motherfucking games with like the ring and like little pin. You you ever see those? And it's like a a guy that's like sitting in a chamber and there's like lava and water.
0: Wait, (laughs) what are you talking about? So,
2: all right. Anyone that doesn't know, it's
1: a Facebook ad. That's like a banner ad. It's on all the apps.
2: It's on all the apps.
1: Okay, that's where I see it the most. But yeah, I don't use apps a ton. And it's just a little puzzle where it's like a knight doing something and a goblin doing something and a goblin's shooting them and you have to kill the goblin to save the knight. And the video they show you is someone doing it the wrong way and failing the level. Kind of tempting you to be like, aren't you smarter than this idiot? Download this game and prove that you're better than this idiot. But those apps aren't actually anything. Those are just videos. There's no actual game. And when you click on it, it takes you to something completely different.
2: But I have a rant about that in in just a fucking second, but... Um, you know, I, I, there's maybe three or four of these games that get advertised. There's one where it's like, um, you know, this fucking joker of a, of a like dandy. He he looks like this middle-aged man wearing like a red bow tie and suspenders. And he's in like all these ridiculous situations where he's like in his bathroom about to brush his teeth. And there's like a fucking vat of poisonous liquid, like green fluorescent goop, and then like water in another one. And there's like a series of pipes that are like blocked off by these little pins with with like hooks on them. And you have to pull the little hooks to like move the pins. I've seen that And like redirect the water or the poison. Or there's like a spider and the guy and you've got to like get the, poison to the spider or like there's a bear and this damsel in distress and you've got to like get the bear out of there and save the damsel or it's like a fish sometimes it's a fish and it looks like nemo and it's like oh the fish is gonna end up in lava you gotta pull the right pin yeah That sounds like a weird dream oh my god First of all, how do you get into this fucking situation to begin with? <laughs> <laughs> what an implausible scenario. Oh, I'm in my house and I've got a fucking 5,000 gallon tank of poisonous fluorescent green goop in my attic. But so I've been really tempted to download those, but I've restrained myself. Um, one you can't thing take that the I have They want is, you to be angry. Yeah, and I mean, it's, I, I've heard many times before that the, the game that you actually get if you download these is not that. Um, and, like, the publisher has come back and said, like, oh, well, it's actually in there. It's just a mini game like, later on in the upper levels. Sure, and it's, sure. like, that's, a, that's not reassuring. Um, but it seems like the ads were so popular that they might have actually made a game based on the ads, even though the ad was for a fake game that was part of a larger game that was boring. In any case... There has been ads. And this is a throwback to like to like
0: 2015, 2014 yeah. when this We've podcast started. We've been doing that lately.
2: <laughs> remember the game 2 dots?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, and yeah. I, we also brought up Goddess last episode with AJ. <laughs> yeah.
2: So 2 dots was this game that I started playing. I was living in Mountain View, right? Like I lived in Mountain View until 2014. Um which is a long-ass time ago, right? More than half of a decade. If if y'all remember me talking about Two Dots,
0: you're what the do you true... Duty? Why are you still listening? <laughs> yeah. You're a real MVP.
2: <laughs> yeah, you just died and uh, your podcast app continues to sink. In any case, um, <laughs> I, I got this ridiculous advertisement on Instagram the other day for a game. It's like, can you solve this puzzle by, you know, drawing a line over the shape without lifting your finger? Um, and the idea is like, it's some geometric shape and you've got to trace the outline of it without like going over where you've already drawn. Yeah. And like, generally those games are pretty straightforward, but the one in the ad, I saw it like two or three times and I was looking at it and it's got like all this fucking bullshit boilerplate text. Like we can't get past level 17. It's that impossible. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, this level is actually impossible to solve. It's physically impossible to solve. I took a screenshot of it, and I actually posted in my Instagram story why it's impossible. Without going into too much detail, the the shape of the level was sort of like a circle with a half circle coming off the top and a half circle coming off the bottom. Um, And long story short, you basically have to end (laughs) the level on the side opposite the one that you started on, which necessarily means... That you need to draw a line from a point where you've already drawn a line from. Right. Um, And like basic, you know, like some math. uh, Geometry. I guess discrete (laughs) math. Yeah, it's like it's graph theory. Like you you studied this your sophomore year in college. If you studied computer science or or mathematics. And it's not hard. Like you can easily prove that this level is actually impossible. But the thing that really ground my gears is... I'm looking at it and I realize that the publisher for the ad is 2 dots. Huh. Now the thing is, 2 you gotta dots. Make money. If if you're familiar with the game that we reviewed on this show numerous <laughs> times, numerous weeks in a row, I played this motherfucker for a while has nothing to do with drawing your finger over shapes. Like it is one of these connect a bunch of dots together to pop them and then it's like it's like Candy Crush in a way. Yeah. Um, except instead of like sw- swat God, I can't fucking talk. i so right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> This It's is a ranty episode. <laughs> instead of like swapping two pieces on this grid, you just connect them with a line and th- there's a little bit of strategy involved. It's actually a fun game, right? I really enjoyed it. It's got considering how basic the gameplay is. It's got a lot of depth to it. The music was excellent and it really fucking steams my clams to see them <laughs> just doing this complete 180 and going down the scummiest possible route of advertising their game by advertising not that game. (sighs) Gotta keep the lights on. Yeah, Yeah, that's bizarre. So, I I just... I I don't understand, like, maybe they got bought by another company and they're just trying to juice their IP for whatever they can manage to get out of it before they shut Mm -hmm. the damn thing down. In any case, I actually did download a game that I played. Um, It's called... (laughs) Uh, Kingdom Rush. Um, oh, I downloaded a couple that's games That's throwback. It. Yeah. So I was on my phone and I was thinking to myself, you know, I just want to play a good tower defense game. Like I, I just, I was just really in the mood for a tower defense game. I wanted to sit down. And And this is after having watched like nine hours of Instagram ads for, you know, various like tower defense or like horde defense sort of games where the ad is like, showing somebody just, like, dragging, like, a fucking army yes, onto the screen. Yes, the and tutorial. Yeah. I've seen
0: a million of them. They're so frustrating. It, and, it, and it's well, so insane how, like, they could just take that uh, same kind of basic framework and then just throw different assets on it and be exactly. like, it's a completely different game. It's like, no, it is not. And I would never
2: download that particular game, because I know the game is going to be nothing like that. It's going to have a million fucking upsells and, and in-app purchases, and you're you can only play two levels an hour, and then you have to sit and wait for 15 minutes until you're Magic meter recharge. Like, you know what? Fucking suck my dick. <laughs> what I really want, I, I just want to like fire some arrows at some goblins or something and just sit on my ass. Well, not sit on my ass. I'm doing cardio, you know, playing this, <laughs> playing this stupid game. I'm so fired up, guys. <laughs> Bass is back and he's got I, shit to know about. It's been all pent up. You're getting it all at once. Um, and I, so I found Kingdom Rush and I'll say it is hard. Like, the, the earlier levels are pretty straightforward. We, good. we did review this on the show, didn't we? Oh, I it's from, like 2011. It. Like, yeah. We, we, <laughs> just, <it was> <laughs> we weren't doing this show no, in 2011. We, we were still we in college in, in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know about you, but... No, um, it's, there's been so many iterations. Like, it's been ported to Steam and stuff. And there's a board right. game, apparently.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a good game. And, it's like, pretty, I I, I enjoy it. Um, the the things that sort of frustrate me are there are certain points where I just don't think that it's possible to do what they want you to do. Um, so one of the things is every time you beat a level, you get a star rating. It's like one, two or three stars. The stars uh, buy like upgrades on your tech tree, um, which is fine. But you basically need three stars to get any of the later upgrades, which is kind of shitty. So you need to like beat a level with a perfect score to get one upgrade. And like once you've maxed out most of your things and you need only three stars, you need to beat at least two levels with two stars or one level with three stars to get one upgrade. And it's just so hard to actually progress. And then the later levels are, especially once you like, beat the level that shows you the credits, they're just so fucking hard. Um, You know, you you get through like wave 7 of 20, let's say, and then like wave 8, they throw an entirely different class of enemy at you, and there's like 30 of them. And it's like, damn. Well, (laughs) you know, I just spent all this time building up this giant fucking army and then upgrading them and upgrading them, and now you're throwing something my way that, you know, all of these units are ineffective against. It mm-hmm. requires me to buy an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so then you get the the currency for in-app purchases by beating levels. So you, I, I have had some of that. And there are some like cheaty things where you can like um, get back lives so that um, you can basically juice your score so that instead of getting two stars, you get three stars or instead of one star, you get two stars. So that's okay. So like if you're not doing amazing, but like you're doing well enough, you can like Get that extra star at the end. Um, There's one that basically gives you 500 units of in level cash, which allows you to buy like a decent number of upgrades for your units, Um, probably like three or four upgrades, depending on where you are in the level. But even with 500 gold worth of upgrades or, you know, five bonus lives, some of these are just not doable. Um, so I've really been struggling, uh, even on like the, the lowest difficulty, I was playing on medium difficulty for a long time and it's fun, but like at a certain point, it's like, I just can't keep up. And it doesn't seem like there's really an opportunity to like increase the difficulty to get more stars later. Um, it seems like even if you play on easy mode and you beat it with three stars, you get three stars and then increasing the difficulty doesn't get you anything new. So like that doesn't feel amazing, but as far as being like a half decent tower defense game, I have to say it really scratched the itch. So uh, for me, awesome. that I'll give it three and three quarter out of five stars.
0: Awesome. No, that's good to hear that you found a game that scratched that itch. I am similar in the with the throwbacks here and playing on mobile, I decided to revisit Pagel Blast and I'm having oh, wow. a fucking Peggle Blast. It. It's so fun. I feel like we were talking about what was it? Round Guard on a recent episode and it's like, "Oh, it's like the roguelike Pagel dungeon crawler or whatever." I didn't around the get around to trying that but i was like you know what i do have Peggle, so let me go and play that and since it's a new phone i had to start all over again and it's fun i remember i probably early on in this podcast had complaints about it being like man the character design this time around sucks ass like at least on the phone <laughs> like i think there's also the ds one that i had for a little bit there i could be wrong but i think i liked the character design on that better than the phone game i don't know who took over Peggle, but like the original character designs on the PC like of Peggle 1 and Peggle Knights were fantastic, and then like, I don't know, they really made Jimmy Lightning look fucking goofy in
1: this (laughs) Was that that dumbass gopher?
0: Yes, I love him He's got the multi-ball power It's a phenomenal Uh, game, Peggle's so good, and I'm having a blast revisiting that Jimmy
1: Lightning Yeah, I've been playing a cool little game called Flappy Bird, because apparently this is 2009 again, and we're all just Playing old mobile games.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's what I mean. This is a video game podcast for anyone's new, but when Bass is on, it's any, all bets are off.
2: <laughs> you so derailed more than Mark. I, I remember Peggle. I don't remember if you were talking about it at all. Had but, to be me. <laughs> well, I I, I was going to say, I, I distinctly remember. I was living in Redwood City at the time, and I lived in Redwood City, California for one year. Um, it was a mistake to move there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, um, I, I really started to listen to a lot of podcasts. It's when I really picked up with Pinecast. I was working on Pinecast pretty seriously in my free time. I was getting really burnt out at my job. And so doing things sort of on the side was a was a big oh, well. draw for me. Yeah. And listening to as many podcasts as I was, there was one show. Um, it doesn't exist anymore under the name that they had it under. And I even forget what that was. I unsubscribed because – it started out as a good concept but then they sort of ran out of material to talk about and so it was just them ranting about how they don't like people in the gaming community.
1: It might be a okay. podcast. <laughs> <I'm sure> <laughs>
2: <talking laughs> yeah. It, it was just it just got really annoying um, but one of the one of the co-hosts was a game developer and they were just obsessed with Peggle and like all of the varieties of Peggle and constantly talking about Peggle and um, it was one of those games where I I came so close to downloading it. I came so (laughs) close, but then I would like open the play store page for it and look and be like, I'm never gonna fucking play this game <laughs>
0: Dude, it's so good I feel like you just gotta try it to see I'd like I don't know growing up as like a kid that would like spend my sick days watching uh the price is, price right. is right what the fuck was that called plinko, plinko. or whatever yeah, yeah it's just such a satisfying just like let's see what happens and also it's just a super endorphin rush when like you get like the super shot and it's p- timed perfectly and like you get the free ball and all these other like crazy things they just throw fucking hundreds of thousands of points at you even though it means nothing, you're just like, hell yeah I kick ass. Let me ask you something Let's
1: be honest, Doug has stock (laughs) and (laughs) Peggle.
0: No,
2: it's so fun I I have a really serious question and and I have some context to go along with it first. One thing that I have always taken great pleasure in um, is this concept of what some have described as binky apps. So Somebody made an app a long (laughs) time ago called Binky. Um, And for those of you, perhaps you are international and and are not familiar with the term, a binky is a a pacifier for an infant. Um, The idea behind the app was that it would show you like a newsfeed style UI with posts that were entirely artificial, like generated by AI pre-programmed from, like, a 10-gigabyte dump of just, like, slightly interesting but mundane images. There were comments, but they were all, like, artificial, um, like, you Weird. know, chatbot-generated sort of stuff. Um, Is this and a like, Skinner box for an app? I, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Uh, it's a psychology thing. Never mind.
2: <laughs> but the, Basically, the idea was you could open it up and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and like things, but, like, it all went away. It was all ephemeral. Like it wasn't real. It was like being on Facebook and getting that like weird endorphin rush of like scrolling through your feed and it would go on forever, but you weren't actually... You know, interacting with people—it it wasn't meant to be social. It was just meant to like satisfy that craving of wanting to scroll without having to look through like your weird uncle's alt-right conspiracy theory posts or like your crazy cousin that's like pregnant for the nineteenth time in two years or like <sighs> like real? all the shit that, you... <laughs> <laughs> that is very concerning. <laughs> you know, like there's it gave you the hive social media without the social aspect, of it. right? Exactly, with without all the downsides and. I was really attracted to that as a concept. And one thing that I have been waiting for is for somebody to put out a game that is that, but for games, right? I don't want it to be hard. I don't want it to even be especially good. I just want it to sit there and just really scratch that itch that I have when I'm playing a casual game, right? Like, I want to win. (laughs) You know, when I'm saying. know, when I'm standing there doing cardio, like if you told me that there was a one in 100 chance of me like hitting some jackpot in the app, that's enough to keep me going. And in the 15, 20, 25 minutes that I'm on the Stairmaster (laughs) doing my cardio, I might win that one or two times, maybe three. And that's perfect. Like just enough to keep me engaged when I win the jackpot, show me an ad for for a second or two, whatever. Just like don't have in-app purchases, don't make it hard. I don't want it to get harder. I just want it to be like a fucking slot machine where I can sit there and pull the lever and the fucking tumblers roll. And then maybe I win like three tokens. Then I spend a few tokens. Like the tokens are free. Like there's no cost to play. I just want to sit there and fucking pull the, pull a lever or drop a little Plinko ball or shoot a marble or whatever. And just, have it be fine. Like I don't want the drama of like, oh, you've harvested your pink strawberries from your internet farm, and now you've got to wait nine hours before you can harvest them again. And it's like go, just fuck right off.
0: You know, no, like, I don't, I, I don't a want a tower game defense
2: game where like I'm getting my ass handed to me after like two hours of playing. I just want to, I just want a binky. That's all I want. Just have you a, heard of was- the game called Peggle? <laughs> <can really> <laughs> If, if this is Peggle, I'm on board, right? I guess that was the point of my rant. Like, if all Peggle is He's joining is joining the cult, yes, is, I'm in. I'll download It is, it really kind of is.
1: Hanafuda.
0: Oh, Christ. That's we know that's too in depth. <laughs> You're still figuring it out, Brandon.
1: <laughs> no, I figured it out. I okay. It's easy to understand, it's just hard to memorize, but it's that's I'm realizing that's what Hanafuda has been for me. Um, Basta, I know you don't listen to the show. Why would you? It's terrible. Yeah. But Hanafuda is a Japanese card game, and I found a little app that makes you play it, and it's basically Go Fish, where you just match cards and different combinations are different points. And if you ever get one combination, you can do double or nothing. But that runs the risk of your opponent getting it, and if your opponent gets a match, they can cancel that double or nothing right away and stop you. Um, And that's kind of what that app has been for me, because there's... Uh, sixty-four levels is one for every card in the game, and it every four every set or every four cards it goes up a degree of difficulty. But the only difficulty is some of the pairs don't work. So, so like a super easy pair is just two cards; those don't work anymore. Now you have to get at least three minimum. Hmm. Or, uh, or one level of difficulty is your opponent starts with ten more points than you, or fifty more points than you. But because of the double or nothing, you can close that gap real fast. And uh, whenever you score a point, they lose that amount of points. Or whenever they score a point, you lose that amount of points. So it it goes real fast. It's not a huge hurdle. Um, And I beat the game. I beat all 64 levels. But, like, it never really got that much harder. I lost a few times, but it was never enough to make me like, ah, fuck this game. Like, I came back and, you know, most of it's just luck and draw the cards. So I'm realizing that that's... The Hanafuda app for me has been hmm. a binky app for me.
0: Yeah, I bet that's more up Bass's Alley than Peggle, but dude, definitely give that a try. Um, I, th- I actually did get around to playing a lot of games lately, so I have a little bit to spout here. Uh, I was Weesh. like thinking to myself on... The PlayStation uh, store there was like a sale that ended recently and it was like the last day I'm like all right am I going to do this or not and I was like you know what I'm going to spend like a full 50 to $60 that I would on like a, a brand new game but then split that amongst a bunch of games on sale and I did pick up Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse for $4 like I said I would Uh try that for about an hour it's pretty cool. Do intend on playing that more, but I'm having a lot more fun with Kakarot, so I want to finish that first before diving a little more into Xenoverse. Uh, I picked up Assassin's Creed Origins, and oh. I have absolutely no interest in playing that game at all, except <laughs> for the uh, the the Discovery Tour. It's called Assassin's Creed Origi- Origins Discovery Tour Ancient Egypt, mm-hmm. and you can basically just yeah see that like uh, I don't know time or like accurate to the time period, uh, rendition of like the Sphinx and the, the pyramids of Giza. And there's all these like different, uh, stations you can stop at with like, Little, like, yeah, like, it feels Mm -hmm. like if you were to visit there and someone was giving you a tour, you're getting all that information and you can walk around in that world and explore at your own pace. In fact, there was like this one thing as I'm like exploring and doing the tutorial, or not tutorial, the tour for the Sphinx. There's like a little secret entrance at the base of the, at the behind of the Sphinx. I'm like, I decided to, like, uh, get completely sidetracked off of my tour and go down in there and, like, explore. And, like, it was crazy. Like, there's, like, a whole cavity inside of there. And I'm wondering to myself, like, (laughs) they're trying their very best to be, like, as accurate as they can. I'm curious if that's real or not. I'm like, is there a fucking cavity in the Sphinx this big?
1: I think so. I believe there is. Um, Assassin's Creed, if you were to ever get into it, Origins is probably the best modern Assassin's Creed to get into
0: that's um, what I've been told from
1: everyone I've heard that's probably the best one you know black sail if you prefer the sailing stuff but yeah origins is apparently the best it was like um, 12
0: bucks or something so I'm like I'm literally I'll pay for that for the Egypt tour literally
1: yeah and with origins they kind of did the thing we talked about it we were talking about it before uh, before we started recording but like I don't want to say they just copied it but there's definitely popular trends within video games that every other game starts adapting within that time period Um Batman Arkham Asylum had it. Uh, Gears of War had it with like the cover base shooting and stuff. Um, this one, parkour, was really big with really Infamous and stuff. And, and Assassin's Creed 2 even did that. Um, this kind of starts copying the stuff where it's like Witcher, Horizon Zero Dawn, Breath of the Wild mechanics, where it's big open world, climb up a tower, scope it out. Um, that's been in all Assassin's Creed, but it's the combat and inventory system and um, sort of stuff like that is very similar to Witcher, Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, so I think you'll like that part if you do ever get into it. If I not, though. No, if not, no, not like sure. you said, that's a deal for just the Egyptian tour because Assassin's yeah. Creed has always been incredible environmental wise. The environmental teams on Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed projects are some of the best in the world, like by far. The rest of the game, debatably, shit.
0: Yeah, but the I mean. environments so good it feels so real just walking around and like the people it's just very just fleshed out and incredible so like and yeah to i just have a fascination with egypt i feel like early it's in the bullshit. podcast we talked about like crazy ass like ancient aliens bullshit on our show so like <laughs> we just go off on all sorts of uh, tangents yes, but we this game uh this game's cool and i'm having fun with that and i feel like i've only scratched the surface of all these uh, egypt tours so i'm looking forward to doing more of that and then the final game that i purchased was uh, I think it was only like $30 because it's typically 60 now. now. Uh, Need for Speed Heat, I think is what it's called. Uh, and I'm in the Need for Speed franchise for some reason. <laughs> I know I really liked uh, the 2012 one that was uh Most Wanted. That was fucking phenomenal, and I've yet to experience that since then. I've played a bunch of the other iterations since, and there's been issues with them. This one does seem to be close to that so i'm hopeful that this will be the like next gen need for speed that i've been waiting for we'll see that's to be determined but yeah and then i'm still going strong with uh the android saga in Kakarai. i just got to fighting uh androids fuck which numbers 17, 17 and 18, 18. yeah exactly because i it was funny because yeah i ended up fighting what 19 and 20 mm-hmm. 20 got away and trunk sees the head of 19 and he's like what androids are these and i'm like oh fuck that's right <laughs> it's like uh <laughs> since he came back in time he screwed up the future anyway yeah. uh dragon ball z it's the shit
1: yeah we can get it we could spend a whole time with that we've had a kame house on before
0: yeah definitely um, check out their podcast if you want more dragon ball z content but yeah. that's what i mean we're talking about anime so bass is silent uh that's
1: the thing <laughs> he's owned out
0: Basta, did uh you have any Thing that Non-mobile you're bringing to the dudes. table to, for us. As well. <laughs> what far do you as, have
2: to offer? Am, am I here? bringing anything to the table? I spent like for? 20 minutes at the beginning. No, it's the okay. No, podcast.
0: you've done great. i this. I meant more along the lines of like stumpers get are we get, we're, we're doing the throwbacks. Oh, are we Jesus. doing anything? Hold on. Let break? me look
2: at my desktop and see what. Okay. I, uh, When's the last time you? My stumper's folder is empty.
0: I know. That's <laughs> fine. What about uh, Tunnel on. of
2: Love? Uh, no. I'm out. Let me let me Let me load it up. Let's see what we. Oh, I got some. <laughs> oh, boy, I got some.
1: God damn it. Bass, so when's the last time you even touched your Switch?
0: Um. Let's play Tunnel of Love. God damn it.
2: What?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It. I hate how bad Because <laughs> the they got be bad. I don't even remember the intro music for this, but we'll find out. Well,
2: Welcome wait, back to Tunnel love, friends. Welcome back. It's been, a, it's been a hot minute, and I hope that you're as excited for this as I am. Uh, today, I'm we're going to torture Bren uh, by starting with a post from Reddit's Am I the Asshole subreddit?
0: Brent's um, favorite. I hate he subscribed. it
2: so much. I banned it immediately from my feed. The title of this one is, Am I the Asshole for Eating My Coworker's Lunch in an Emergency? Huh. So I'm going to skip the TLDR here. And this one, it's not so long, but I'm going to read it because it's just a real fucking roller coaster ride of emotions. Hi, so a bit of a backstory. I work in a medium-sized office on the edge of my city, kind of on the border between suburbia and the urban city. I have a disability, which makes walking difficult, so I can only go short distances without losing my breath and needing a rest. I live above a subway and usually buy my lunch on the way to work, but that day I was running late and couldn't have breakfast, so I was hungry when I got to the office and ate my subs at my desk for breakfast. It was raining that day, and it takes about 10 to 15 minutes to walk to the nearest shops, so I felt it might be dangerous for me to make the journey with my disability. By the time it was nearly lunch, I was starving and looked in the staff fridge. Coworker, let's call her Jane, had a tupperware lasagna in there. She was in an all-day meeting Garfield? so it wasn't going to be finished until 5 p.m. <laughs> so I put it in the microwave and ate it because I had literally nothing to eat. Well, fast forward to about 1 p.m. and the all-day meeting breaks for lunch and Jane comes out and goes to the fridge. When she sees her lasagna is missing, she gets real aggro and starts asking where it was. Someone must have told her it was me because she came over accusing me of eating it. I tried explaining that it was an emergency and I didn't have any lunch and couldn't walk in the rain, but she was insisting that I'm in the wrong and she said she didn't want to get wet because of her hair and heels or something, but I don't think it's fair and I even offered to pay her back when we got our paycheck next week, but she said she was going to complain to my manager about it. I was upset at how angry she was, so went off to the restroom to get away. I didn't see her again that day, but now I feel like the office hates me and everyone is on her side Am I the asshole? It was an emergency So I don't see okay. what other option I had I feel
0: like her definition of an emergency, emergency. Like, you, yeah, like You could probably go a day or longer Without food and still survive Like sure you might start throwing up It was an emergency I don't believe that I'm and Italian I think, <laughs> oh God damn it. Yeah, that's what I mean. she seems like a, a comic book character like the fact that she so, works with garfield i just want to say fuck?
2: we actually don't know the gender of this person so i i don't want to ascribe any blame to any particular gender here fair um,
1: this i is... will say they do seem like kathy from the sunday funnies though
2: <laughs> yeah garfield.
1: get a nice ick in there um no yeah doug's right what emergency was there? You're hungry? Tough shit. You ate your lunch for breakfast. Listen, they had multiple Subway
2: home. subs for breakfast at the office. And then by lunchtime, so they were many. starving. So I can't
1: eat one Subway sub without shitting my pants. How can you eat multiples in the morning? Listen, they have a disability
2: and can't walk in the rain. Well, the disability is they need to
0: They need to learn about like Grubhub or DoorDash or all that. Like just get it delivered to the office.
1: I don't. Yeah, this person's an asshole. They eat someone else's lunch. <laughs> yeah. Now they're mad that someone is mad for their actions. That's called being a baby. Get over it. You're an adult.
0: Yeah, I think I'm on Bren's side. This person I I I feel bad that you have this abil disability but I also don't think an excuses and you uh exact no uh, exaggerating to the fact that saying it's an an emergency it really probably sure I you're thought, starving but
1: I thought a gunman would have came in and be right. like you have to eat that lasagna I'm going to fuck <laughs> you out. Like,
0: I, blow the, your fucking thing, brains out The thing I really want to like
2: dig into here because I feel like we we have perhaps glossed over it entirely My favorite part is I even offered to pay her back when we get our paycheck next week, but she says she was going to complain to my manager about it. And it really makes me wonder how can you eat multiple Subway subs for breakfast and then not have money to pay your coworker back for the food that you stole? Like,
1: what? <laughs> How do three grown men not have three hundred dollars? Ah, the economy. you yeah, the old sunny scene. Um, yeah, if you, I mean, I always hear people say like, "Oh yeah, I'll pay you back next week when I have more money." Complain that out better. It's like then you're bad at finances too. Um, Will somebody good at the economy, explain how I'm supposed <laughs> to pay back my coworker. I'm definitely not good at the economy. I'm American, um, right? I, I also wouldn't complain to my manager. It was definitely a dick thing to do. I don't know if I would raise that much of a stink about it. But yeah, like, not an emergency. You you shouldn't... I mean, you shouldn't have done it to begin with, so you shouldn't have to pay him back. But if you do pay him back, do you really have to wait for your next page? There's a lot of holes in this because this person is indeed an asshole. And it's yeah. also them telling us the story, so there's probably a lot of details we're missing, which encapsulates and solidifies that they are
2: the asshole. So the, the other thing it, which... R- remains unstated but um like ultimately is important here the the lasagna was in a tupperware this wasn't like disposable like a disposable container a wrapper you could throw away it was in a a durable reusable container which presumably they had to either wash and give back
0: or just give back dirty They're, oh lord <laughs> <laughs> that's adding insult to injury yeah
2: yeah so yeah, yeah, they are assholes. the asshole, even if they did wash it. I don't think there there was ever a debate of about whether this person was an asshole or not. This this is a, a dating advice <laughs> podcast. I was going to say, what does podcast? this have to do with Tunnel of Love? You yeah. know what? Listen, I just- picked, That was a stumper in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one comes to us from the the relationship advice subreddit. Girlfriend, 20 female, is mad at me because I, 21 male, couldn't name all of the members of the popular K-pop group BTS. Um, yeah, so this is kind of funny, but also really frustrating to be basically arguing about during quarantine El Mayo. If you hadn't guessed already, my girlfriend is is a huge BTS K-pop fan, which is awesome. I'm so happy she's found something that makes her as happy as that band makes her, and I was even happier when she invited me into that part of her life. I'll sit and watch BTS TV shows with her, listen to their music videos on repeat, all that. Most of the time, I'm focusing on her happiness and enjoyment rather than what's going on on the screen, though. Sadly, I'm not really into K-pop, or any pop for that matter. I can appreciate that the BTS guys are very talented and work extremely hard, but it's just not what I'm into. More of a rap slash grime and 60s rock kind of guy. Today, my girlfriend got mad at me because I couldn't name all of the BTS members. At first, I thought she was joking, but soon realized she was hurt. She explained that she'd let me into that part of her life, and me not being able to tell V and Suga apart... Suga? Is it Suga? Who knows? Shows I Suga. couldn't care less <laughs> about her passion. Oh no, Suga, I got you. <laughs> I didn't know what to say back. On one hand, I thought I was being a supportive partner, but on the other, I don't know. Maybe she's right. I'm not really sure how to resolve this issue, guys. TLDR couldn't name BTS members. Girlfriend took it as me not caring about her passions. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, but what if he was able to name all the members of SNSD, Girls' Generation? Because I could do that because my wife is a huge fan and we saw them live. Oh, my God. It was so long ago, though. It's like, Taeyon, Sunny, Tiffany, you weren't Hayoyan, expecting
1: this response, where
0: asked Yuri, Suyan, Yuna, and Suyon. And, like, they're a nine-piece group originally, but yeah, uh, Jessica, my favorite member, she departed from the group in September of 2014. So that was before the, this podcast even began. What the fuck? I can't well, believe it was that long ago.
2: There you go, guys. Even a nerd like Doug can name all of the members yeah, that's
0: of the yeah more I'm advanced. Not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> a clearly, K-pop this guy's wrong. He got, yeah, he's the asshole, for sure. No, I'm kidding. Just I has got a name real insight into Doug's life. God damn it. Dude, Girls' <laughs> Generation is awesome. Check him out.
1: And saying they're bad, (laughs) didn't realize you had A, a favorite member and knew all of them. (laughs) I do! (laughs) Not
0: afraid to admit it.
1: I can understand the frustration, because I also get mad at Basta when he can't name all of the original DigiDestins from the first season of
2: Digimon. There's only eight. Come on, Basta. You know, I did watch Digimon as a kid, but it was one of those things that, like, didn't really stick with me. Um, because as How soon as we you. got Nickelodeon, when my parents decided that having two children with only basic cable was not nearly enough to bring them up in this workaday world, um, I immediately emptied my brain of everything Digimon and just soaked up Spongebob and the rest of the Nickelodeon lineup. Um, You're going to
1: come back to this podcast and just slap me in the face like that? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you think Domo yeah. would stand for this? Or Patamon? Gotomon? She's champion level, Matt. The fuck's wrong with you? So
2: there is an update on this post. Um it is. The, good because we've derailed I, it's, very it's far hard to, yeah it's hard to know whether this is um a, a new post follow-up or a comment um my last post was surprisingly popular and i got some great advice so i just thought i'd do a little update in case any of you were wondering about what happened next basically long story short we broke up
0: uh, i didn't it. mention in my
2: previous post Problem was solved. that we're both quarantining separately at our parents houses so this argument occurred mainly over text Anyway, I try and call her, but couldn't get through, so I ended up messaging her what most of you guys recommended, just explaining as politely as possible that, that I'm not big of a BTS fan, and I'm really only interested in her happiness. No reply. I follow up by telling her that I'm sorry I didn't mean to hurt her. Nothing. I, I won't go into the rest of this, because frankly, I just don't care enough, but, um... Hey, we've hit my level of empathy.
0: Yeah, she... If she's that much of a stickler, being like, you must know every member of something that I'm this passionate about, that's a little extreme. Uh, Yeah, she's better off with someone else that's clearly a BTS fan.
1: Also, we're only getting the guy's side of the story, so when he's saying, I calmly talk to her, he might not be uh, explaining everything properly. Once again, these are all biased and fake. It's Reddit. I hate this segment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This next one comes to us from the subreddit Relationships. How do I ask my boyfriend to stop shitting so much?
1: All right. Hey, hold on. This might be about me.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Going to be right. Re- <laughs> Listen. My boyfriend, 21, and I, 22, have been quarantining together for a few days. We're fairly new in this relationship, so we haven't spent too many nights together yet. My present issue is that he goes to the bathroom quite noisily and very often. Three times <laughs> since we've been up, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> Coming from a home where bathroom habits are taboo and not really talked about, I am downright disgusted that I have to listen and smell him so often in the day. We're in a hotel right now, and I have used the public restroom each time that I felt the urge to go. How do I, and should I, even bring it up to him that it bothers me? He tried to get back into bed with me this morning after I heard him go, and I didn't want him to touch me. It's been kind of awkward all day, and he can sense the hostility on my end, but I don't know how to tell him what's bothering me. TLDR. How do I ask my boyfriend to shit quietly without hurting his feelings? The, the fact that she said my boyfriend went to the
1: bathroom and got back into bed and I'm disgusted by him feels like we're already past the feelings part. Feels like it's already been decided that she is a replicant and never poops.
2: Yeah, I, you know, it, it honestly surprises me the number of people that like really just missed out on some really critical early years literature like everybody poops. Everybody poops. Book? Everybody's everybody poops. You know, everybody's read that except for like 0.1 percent of the population, and those folks just don't understand that like humans fart, or like everybody poops, or like
0: you gotta wipe your butt sometimes. Like, but, it's, wait, hold on. What do you mean sometimes? But not? do you draw the line when it's pooping too much? What if they're pooping all day?
1: As someone who has pooped all day before, I would love to stop. <laughs> I would love
2: to cut back. That's not really an option for some people. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like, medical issues that necessitate, you know, more frequent poops. There's definitely situations, you know... Like I'm wondering when if you it's also some-
0: social anxiety to a degree, where they're just like, I need to get away, and they just pretend to go to the bathroom and play, like, Peggle on their phone.
2: Well, it sounds like that's... It, it, unless Peggle like has <laughs> some really realistic fart noises, then I I doubt that's the case in, in this situation. Um, it seems to me, like... Three poops a day doesn't seem like a major problem. Um, keeps the girlfriend away. <laughs> <laughs> three poops a day keeps the girlfriend away. It's also, I should, I should mention, I don't think they actually uh, mentioned the gender of the, the question answer here again. Okay. Like, I, yeah. I I'm always be, like, assuming. I'm sorry. I don't, it could be a same-sex couple. It, it could be, it, there's any number of possibilities here.
1: Any number of partners.
2: Did they see the age?
1: Because this one also feels very young. To be just It's twenty one and
2: twenty-two. boyfriend is twenty-one.
1: Alright. That is young, but also old enough to get the fuck over yourself.
2: Yeah. I mean you had to go through college, which meant well. You're holding someone's hair
0: back as they're vomiting.
2: Like yeah. (laughs) Yeah, get over it. You sort of get over a lot of that when you go to college, whether it's because you had to share a bathroom with like either three or more people, or because, you know, you're a grown ass adult now and can like figure this shit out on your own. But I mean, it's also the case. Some people here in the comments are saying they're quoting we're quarantined, but I'm using the public restroom. I
1: forgot about that entirely.
2: Ooh, this, this person has, has, you know, gone past, uh, so disgusted by their own boyfriend's poop that they're willing to risk coronavirus, um, to, to escape it.
1: So much worse things in a public bathroom than just some stanky-ass toilet your boyfriend just used. Like, yeah, as someone who's yeah. used a lot of public bathrooms because of my stomach issues, they are revolting.
0: Yeah, Don't I can't go. imagine going out of your way to use a public bathroom when you have one, but it's it just been violated by your your significant other. It's like the exact opposite of like me as like a kid in high school. Like I would like not use the bathroom in school all day and wait till I got home. It's funny. I heard on Doughboys Nick Wiger tell like the exact same story. I'm like, wow, I relate with you there. But we're just both really weird for that.
1: So a coworker we, of mine told me that, and I can't fathom it. It's just such an insane idea to me.
0: Yeah, don't recommend. That might be explain why I have so many bowel troubles now.
2: <laughs> it's also a, an important question to to. to figure out like obviously these people are being quarantined in a hotel so they probably can't leave right um what are they eating right like what what are they eating such that this intestinal distress is afflicting the boyfriend taco bell (laughs) is yeah are they just like next to a taco bell and they? well the taco bell would be closed if they're being quarantined it really begs the question like are they just ordering like double cheeseburgers service. yeah like what is this food that the boyfriend is clearly disagreeing with is he lactose intolerant there's any number there's important questions here that have been left on it
1: yep. it's almost like it's an unreliable source because it's Reddit <laughs> and they're assholes they're all assholes every single one uh, it's yeah this is a dumb very dumb situation very, a very immature I thought you were going to say this is
2: a dumb segment and, yeah, I mean well, it is
1: <laughs> yeah but it's just, it's a lot of people because you said they went to college, but I know people who've gone to college, but also lived at home the whole time or like have gone and gotten their degree, but haven't actually had a college experience. Like we all went away to college to a campus and lived like on our own for a while. So you definitely get used to nasty ass grimy shit real fast. So sometimes you wake up in the shower that happens in college. But if you were you know, commuting or something for four years or however, whatever you did. You might not experience the nastiness. Especially can can we all
2: agree that commuting to college is the grown-up equivalent of being homeschooled? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah.
1: Cause I did uh, two years commuting to a local campus and then two years away, and yeah,
2: that's definitely what it felt like. So this last one comes to us from the relationship advice subreddit. My 25, partner, 24. Tried bedroom roleplay that may have escalated too far, and now my persona is on the run from the mafia. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> when a mommy and daddy love each other very much, but sex gets stale, they have to invent
2: new personas. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna. Skip but what happened to your real
0: person then? Oh no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Both of us consider ourselves to be pretty creative people, and that's one of the things that drew me to them in the first place. We've always done little role-playing skits together, but nothing serious, pretending to be a doctor trying to amputate after they stub their toes, that sort of thing. But recently, my partner expressed an interest in taking role-play into the bedroom. I didn't have a problem with this. Honestly, I thought it was a little sexy, just in theory, but this is where things sort of got out of hand. We started out with a basic professor-student role-play with me as the professor. It was sexy. It was hot. We had a blast. But afterwards, my partner started jokingly asking me about what my professor was like. So I made up some stuff off the top of my head. He's an anthropology professor, tragically single, has two cats. Then it was their turn to come up with what their student was like. It was a good time and a fun way to unwind before we settled in for the night, just making up shit about random people who didn't exist. Then it became almost like a running gag between us. They would ask me every so often, what's Dr. Sexyman up to tonight? How's things going with the professor's study? And I would just run with it and make up more stuff to make them laugh, And then ask the same things about their character, Joan. Pretty soon, we started talking about these roleplay personas as if they were real people. Asking about their days, where they went, when they were going to see each other again, and of course, having them meet up for sex. Honestly, it was a lot of fun. It was like watching a TV show, but you're in control of everything that happens. But it slowly became less and less about sex and more and more about our personas. And through a series of different conversations and plot twists, Dr. Sexy Man is now on the run from the mafia because his estranged grandfather wants to pull him back into the family business, but all he wants is to keep Joan safe and convince her that she doesn't need to live a dangerous life to have a good one and perhaps marry her in the near future if they survive. We're both having a good time with this game we're playing. It's exciting, but I need to be sure it's not unhealthy or weird for us to have these alter egos. I've talked to my partner, and they've assured me that Dr. Sexy Man isn't supposed to be their ideal dream guy, and that he's still just a different version of me, and honestly, I feel the same way. But if what we're doing is unhealthy, I want to know so we can address it. I really, really love this person, and I'd hate for something like this to end up being a red flag.
1: This motherfucker got catfished into (laughs) D&D. Yeah. they just playing games yeah, yeah. in the bedroom now? That's all this is. Just take Humans the dice away. Humans
0: never cease to amaze me with their creativity of uh, how you can get horny, because... <laughs> what? That's, that's, I don't know, <laughs> that that's really like elaborate. To just be, it felt like yeah, just they were steering afraid. away from it, and then they came back to it.
1: It's like... I'm... Um, Roleplay's not that uncommon, but it's weird that it's a singular persona that has carry on beyond sex. Yes. So it's... it's I mean, maybe they're just that interested. Maybe they're actually into improv or role-playing games like D&D. And, like, this is just... They said they're a creative person. So I'm not super surprised they're going to run with it. Whoa! But
0: isn't there a movie like this where, like, someone's, like, talking about, oh, yeah, this person's not real. But they're actually, like, writing their story. So it's like, what if Dr. Sexy Man is a real person in the world? And just because they're saying they killed somebody, they actually did in real life.
1: Stranger Than Fiction?
0: Oh, that's what I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, it's a lot less interesting than that um <laughs> but yeah if the person's just playing around it could easily be <laughs> a goof a sketch a bit improv yes and and di- yes and dick <laughs> sexy improv um but yeah it's i don't know it's just role play they're continuing i don't get it it's
0: i don't think it's unhealthy i think yeah. as, as long as uh Dr. Sexy Man isn't real and doesn't kill one of you guys during sex, I think it's fine.
2: If Dr. Sexy Man dies during sex, do you die in real life? Hopefully. I think you do. I mean,
1: that's when you gotta have a safe word. That (laughs) belt. That belt gets real tight sometimes. You gotta be careful it slips.
0: Three shits a day keeps the significant <laughs> other.
1: Yeah, there you go. If you wanna stop the roleplay, just start shitting uncontrollably. Oh, yeah, okay, we, we
0: can stop much. the segment. Right. It's yeah. we're at its end. That's
2: that's we, it. Yeah. It, thanks for thanks for joining us through the tunnel of love guys.
1: So, you guys drag me against my will into that bit, into that segment, and then forcibly check me out of it when I play along
2: too well, once I Dr. Sexy Man. No, you were playing along too well. It's just we've we've been doing this for like a half an hour now and Doug wants to end the show. That's too (laughs) It's
1: loosely a video game podcast. It's
2: very loosely related to video games. Life is a video game. We live in a simulation. Um we're, we're all losing terribly because nobody's wearing their damn masks. Mm -hmm. fucking assholes
0: wear a mask uh maybe recommend this podcast to a friend of yours if you want to end that friendship yeah Um,
2: there it is
0: (laughs) but no let's do some plugs and wrap this one up uh bren i know you have another podcast let's start with you uh you're also twitch streaming so am i we'll get to it what are you up to where can we find you
1: you can find me on ab uh on twitter at abts brendan and uh yeah my other show is are we there yet which is an anime podcast where we watch anime give review it give feedback and kind of give a loose impression if it's good to jump into or not um as of today we recorded an episode for food wars which is basically iron chef but with titties so oh, lord that's that's a fun one that's on Netflix. have you
0: heard of legend of lemnir
1: legend of lemnir i can't okay. say that i have
0: It's an anime movie. I just watched it today for the first time. It's just uh, because you said titties. uh, It came to mind. But no, it's actually a really incredible movie that I can't recommend enough. Uh, Just like uh, the typical Uh, battle of light versus dark. It's fantastic. I really did enjoy that. Um, mm. It's just really good. Mm. Can I, Doug, can I seeing, also
2: throw something out? Um, I'm
1: seeing it, pictures of your Doug. I'm going to
0: judge you for this. Tr- <laughs> no, that's the, that's the internet doing what they want. Mm. Brent, mm. trust me. It's not that bad. Mm. You'll see what I'm saying when you watch it. You like Dolphin Lead. I don't know. What was that, Basta? Well, so, God damn it.
2: This, this is an anime, but I've been watching a lot of it, um, and it's on Netflix. It. Uh, it's from Japan, uh, so I guess like if you're a weeb, then it's perhaps up your alley. I have never watched a foreign language TV show or film that makes me consistently cry as much as this fucking show does. It's called Midnight Diner. It's on Netflix. Um, there's three seasons under one title and one season. I think that Netflix produced themselves oh. under another title it is excellent. Go and check it out. Um, it's all in Japanese, so you do have to have subtitles on. But uh, it is perhaps one of the best shows uh, that I am currently watching on Netflix right now. Each episode is like under 30 minutes, so uh, nice and bite-sized. You can bang out two or three of them in an evening. Um, it's great. Cool. Go check it out. Yeah, that's See, awesome. this is
1: anime? This is not it's anime. Not, I said <laughs> it's not anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just anime. from Japan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, <so> this <it's> <laughs> is getting weird and racist. Uh, uh, uh-oh. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, our Weep there gets the podcast. And then, yeah, like Doug said, I've actually been streaming. Um, my internet's been pseudo-stable, and I've just been streaming at like 11 p.m. to like 2 a.m. <laughs> when i'm not tr- hogging it off on my roommate but i've been playing uh speaking of anime i've been playing persona persona 4 golden all week so nice. i got like 11 hours into that game and it's all streamed so if you want to have something on in the background where someone's playing a video game and occasionally goes huh
0: <laughs> you watch our shirt to a stream <laughs> That's very accurate. Uh, definitely <laughs> check out that. Twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. Uh, Basta, how about you? Are you findable on Twitter? Uh, do you want to no. tell people about no. podcasts? <laughs> no.
2: no, I don't want to tell low. them about anything. I, go okay. home. Go to your home. Play, put put you your much. mask on and shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> Too mad to talk. <laughs> There we go. Uh, and <laughs> listeners, That's it. if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places. ABT Silence. We mentioned Twitch. And I have a record label, MissedOutRecords.com. Check out the stuff. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week, maybe with someone else. See you guys. Bye. See you.